Miami Beach is calling your name to the biggest ETF industry event of the year, Exchange. Exchange is engineered to deliver high value by providing a space to learn, interact, and network with the most influential thought leaders in the industry, built with financial advisors, not just for them. Go to exchangeetf.com to register and enter EOTW for 50% off your registration. Again, that's exchangeetf.com and apply the discount code EOTW. See you in February. We're talking about investing with exchange-traded funds. This is the ETF of the week, where we get the latest from ETFtrends.com Chief Executive Officer Tom Lydon. Tom, great to chat with you again. Great to be back, Chuck. Thanks. Your ETF of the week is the iShares Tips Bond ETF, ticker symbol TIP. TIP, the iShares Tips Bond ETF. Tips, of course, being treasury inflation protected securities. And well, hey, we've got a lot of inflation right now. So is it just that simple? Times of inflation? Add this to the portfolio? Chuck, this is really the first time since ETFs launched 25 years ago that we have pretty sizable inflation threats out there. We survey advisors all the time, as you know, and for the last year, one of, the, one of their major concerns was inflation. And you know from the messaging that we're getting from the Fed, not only is tapering going to go on, but also there's some good clarity for rising interest rates towards the second half of 22. With that in mind, and you and I have talked about this before, rising rates are not good for bonds. It's because the new bonds that are issued at those higher rates make the old bonds that are issued at the lower rates worth less. So if you've got bonds that have been around for a little while in your portfolio and rates go up, the value of the bonds in your portfolio go down. That's only a concern if you do not hold them to maturity. But in many active portfolios and in index-based strategies, many of them are not held to maturity. So for investors today who are searching for yield, there's some big concerns. A, we're at almost 30-year lows in yields today, number one. We have a threat for rising interest rates because of inflation. That's also a big concern. Plus, inflation means that the real return that people are getting are a lot less. So today, as many baby boomers out there are in retirement or close to retirement, they're surely concerned about valuations on the equity side. But more importantly, on the fixed income side, there's major concern. And here's a product that's pegged to inflation. And there's a Treasury inflation-protected security that is put out by the U.S. Treasury that tracks inflation, and you can actually buy it with the idea that it's pegged to inflation. So very unique. We haven't talked a lot about it. However, this is one of those securities that has been hugely popular, and almost $30 billion in new money have gone, gone into TIPS-related products in 2021. Well, it has been hugely popular. It's also been really interesting follow. And 
we always are asking the trend following story with you, but this one particularly, why? Because as inflation came back this year, this fund got above its 200-day moving average for all the reasons that you cited. And then just before Christmas, when Powell came out and said, hey, we're going to raise interest rates three times, funny thing happened. This fund dipped below its 200-day moving average for just a couple of days. And now it's back up again. It's now above its 200-day moving average as we record this. So is this a 200-day moving average play? And as you watch the sensitivity to interest rates and all of the announcements that are being made and pronouncements being made about what the government's going to do to fight inflation, do you put this one on a short leash? Well, if you're a trend follower, the crazy thing here, Chuck, is you would find yourself out of bonds whether it be mutual funds or ETFs across the board. However, let's talk to the average asset allocator there. Let's talk to the the individual that's got 60% in equities and 40% in bonds. And for 30 years, that's worked really well. If you look at the iShares Core U.S. Aggregate Bond ETF, ticker symbol AGG, that kind of tracks the Barclays Bloomberg Ag, that's down almost 4% year to date. So... When you when you look at something like that, we're in a world where bonds aren't necessarily safe anymore. There are a lot of financial advisors that are more concerned about safety on the fixed income side of the balance sheet than on the equity side of the balance sheet. So for asset allocators, you really have to think about is 60-40 the right allocation for you? And of that 40% allocation to fixed income, many people are putting money into money market funds. Money market funds now are something like $8 trillion. There's actually $15 trillion in passbook accounts and banks that are making zero money. So it's better for people today actually to think about just keeping it safe as opposed to trying to make money in bonds because we may be in a situation where for years it's going to be risky. The other thing is people are looking outside of the fixed income allocation and moving money into equities like conservative, value-oriented dividend ETFs where you can actually make 2 or 3% dividend while also participating in the equity side. And then finally, something that we've talked about, there's this whole wave of options overlay strategies on top of equity holdings that are kicking off, for example, 7 to 10% income. There, there's some ETFs out there like Newsy, NUSI by Nationwide, or JEPI, J-E-P-I, by J.P. Morgan. Which it, has been an ETF of the week in the past. It has, and a little bit of those, based on those yields, go a long way. So I think the message is 2022 is going to be a challenging year for fixed income. And yes, you can follow trends, but more importantly, that people who have been accustomed to holding fixed income allocations for an extended period of time and getting some yields, although they've been declining, it's been safe. It may not be that way anymore. And maybe this isn't the classic trend follow on a 200-day moving average. Maybe this is the classic trend follow on what's the trend with inflation. We've never done this fund in the almost 10 years we've been doing ETF of the week. Not because this couldn't have been a bedrock fund for people at any given time, presumably. I mean, I don't pick them, you do, but I would imagine that this would be a boring, hey, we had not much reason to talk about it because for most of the time that we've been doing this, there hasn't been an, enough 
inflation to really say, oh, I want to allocate towards tips. Is this a case of maybe it's not a trend following play, but as long as inflation is above historic norms, you at least want to have a slug of this in addition to anything you've got in the ag and and your other bond holdings? It's definitely something to consider. And if you understand the structure and what it's all about, what it'll do is bring forth the biggest question, which is, are we in a point in time in our economy where bonds are no longer safe in the next 12 to 24 months? Because if we continue to see inflation and most advisors that we've been polling for the last two years, again, it's one of their biggest concerns. It just can chip away at the fixed income portion of your portfolio. So with that in mind, as we start a new year, it's really important to get back to basics, understands how bonds operate, understand the role in the portfolio, and understand if we're going through a period of inflation for the next two or three years, do you want to make some serious changes in your allocation to bonds? And if you do, well, this is a back to basics, but an unusual fund because for a long time it wasn't part of the basics because inflation wasn't being factored in. Now that it is, you might want to factor iShares, TIPS, Bond ETF, ticker TIP into your portfolio. It's the ETF of the week from Tom Lydon. Tom, great stuff as always. Happy New Year. Talk to you again soon. Happy New Year, Chuck. The ETF of the week is a joint production between ETFtrends.com and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. And yep, that's me. And you can learn all about my hour-long weekday podcast on your favorite podcast app or by going to moneylifeshow.com. If you want to learn more about investing with exchange-traded funds, check out ETFtrends.com because they cover the industry from soup to nuts. And by the way, they're on Twitter at ETF Trends. And Tom Lydon, their top dog, their chief executive, my guest, well, he's on Twitter too. He's at Tom Lydon. The ETF of the week is here for you every Thursday. We hope you will follow along on your favorite podcast app. And if you like us, leave us a review. And we'll be back next week and next year. And we look forward to it. Happy New Year and happy investing, everybody.